Hey everyone, this is Challenge Humano and welcome back to She Said That. Um, As everyone knows, the president was tested positive for COVID um, and he has been released from the hospital since yesterday. He walked out on his own, um, which is a good thing, right? Because um, of his age, he's 74 and he is overweight and um, does not really have a good diet. Um, He was put into the high risk category and the fact that he was able to walk out of the hospital was a good thing. (laughs) Even though I must admit um, when he walked out, if you notice, he kind of tapped the rails like he really wanted to hold on to the stair rails. But, you know, if you hold on to the stair rails, that makes you weak. Um, so he didn't, he really didn't want to do that. But it was just, if you watch the video, he kind of taps on the way down on the stair rails, which I thought was adorable. Anyways, um... What I don't understand is the people that are surprised about Trump's response um, after he's been hospitalized and is released. Um, Do these people get upset if a rattlesnake was to bite them? I mean, a rattlesnake, it is a snake. It's venomous. We all know it's venomous. And we know it's about to strike and bite you when it rattles its tail. So how would you, why would you be upset or surprised when the venomous snakes actually bite you? Or if you were in the woods and you seen a bear and you get upset because the bear attacks you. It's a fucking bear. Like the, it's a wild animal. That's what that's what they do. Same thing for the president. Everyone knew who he was, how he acts. So the fact that you are surprised or disappointed or whatever your feelings may be about a response he does, you should know by now. Like get over it. He's not going to change. Um his supporters seem to understand that and still support him, which is interesting, but even his supporters have at least that much sense to realize that he is who he is. Like I said before, Trump supporters, I believe a hundred percent will, will die for this man. They will put their family at risk for him and they will sacrifice whatever they can for him um they are very much like stormy daniels getting screwed in hopes of something good will come out of it um so i mean everyone knows my position on that but i always would like to dig deeper into why that is i don't think for me personally I kind of am hesitant to believe that he actually had or has COVID. Um, Trump is 
$400 million in debt. And what better way to pay that off than pharmaceuticals? I mean, we see what happened with the guy. Um, I think he was like the diabetes. Um, the diabetes guy who scammed everybody by up, upcharging medication. I mean, that's that's where the money is made. Opioids? Are you kidding me? So, I think... What better way than to pay that $400 million off? Because $400 million to pay off in a couple of years, that's a, that's a lot of dough to come up with. And and to maintain profit on all your profit, or to maintain profit on all your businesses that you are running at this time. Um, it's a very difficult challenge. So, like I said, what better way than to be a spokesperson for a drug stating you know I like he said we have the best medication he will name a medication that he believes cured him and when he does whoever the watchdogs are need to look into that medication And as far as, you know, these senators coming out saying, well, COVID is like the flu. It's not a big deal. Even Trump himself saying it's not a big deal. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing to worry about and you shouldn't let it control your life. Apparently... If only the president would take his own advice, because if it's no, if it's, if the flu is worse, then basically he went, flew in a helicopter, how many doctors were up there? There was probably maybe eight doctors or more just focused on him for the sniffles, basically is what Every Republican who has come out and said, oh, COVID's not a big deal. So basically, you're telling me Trump used up all those resources because he had the sniffles. I don't know what better word or definition would describe a bitch. How do you go to the hospital? I know people that have literally come in soaking wet because of a fever and coming to work and continuing to work and it's not like work like sitting down at a desk and typing on a computer work it is like moving boxes physical work you know why because they have kids to take care of and they have bills to pay and so for the president to then say well it's not a big deal but yet you use resources and you initially I think wasted people's time because you sneezed and coughed too many times and it scared you I don't I don't I don't know I don't know why then if it was not such a big deal why did the president even go to the hospital in the first place I also think it's 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 he's he's being like a kid in school, you know, that kid that puts that, that, um, 
thermometer up into the light to heat it up. He's trying, I think he's trying to also get out the next debate because I guarantee you as the time takes closer to that debate, he's going to start saying, well, the doctor said I can't and the doctor said I shouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if this came out of his mouth because, I mean, it's Trump. So, um, and for him to then go on and say that you shouldn't let the virus dominate you, or is he stating then that the people who were hospitalized, the people that died, allowed this virus to dominate them and therefore they're considered like weak um I don't understand just so if if you know what he was saying or what he was talking about or what he was trying to portray please let me know I have no idea this is just from what he's saying and then what his actions are and then me interpreting it so again if you are saying that this is not such a big deal but yet you fly into a hospital and spend three days worth of resources up i mean that's not cheap and fyi taxpayers are paying for this i think you pay for enough when your kids go fly to europe to be consultants for the White House, I think I think that all that adds up enough to where we don't need to be flying you back and forth every time you sneeze um, or cough. Just, just saying. Anyways, uh, the president then comes out and says he might be immune. Um, and I don't know if he means because he caught COVID that now he's immune or if he's not sure he even has COVID because he's immune. If someone can clear that up for me, that would be, um, that would be great. I just, yeah, I just don't get that one. I don't understand what he meant by him. He's immune. He's not even cured. He's still taking a treatment. And if you're taking treatments, that means you're not cured. You're just suppressing the disease so it doesn't progress until eventually it runs out your system so <laughs> being on a treatment plan doesn't mean you're cured because if you were cured you wouldn't be taking treatments south carolina oh by the way all those people in the white house that tested positive i would be i would like be kind of pissed if someone gave me COVID. I think I would be as pissed as if someone gave me an STD. And I was pissed during those times. <laughs> um, 
So I, I don't know how those people feel. So if you, if someone gave you COVID where you had to be quarantined, and let's say you're not lucky enough because some people, a lot of Americans aren't lucky enough to work from home. Like their job just can't be done from their home. So they are not working and probably not getting paid properly because they're at home. So if you were in that situation, would you be upset? Even if you were getting paid like the same amount and you were able to work from home. Because in that, like, I re- we had a COVID case in our household and we couldn't do anything. And we had family coming in that weekend. So all our family events for us we couldn't go to it was canceled so our whole like four day weekend was out the window by just one test result and so I, I just wonder if were you planning on like hitting up a hot spot not a hot spot but hitting up a place that you were just so excited about or seeing someone that you hadn't seen in a while and finally you guys get a chance to meet up and then you find out the president tests positive and you're positive and now you can't do shit. You're just quarantined. I would like to know if, if that would upset anyone. Maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. Anyway, South Carolina passed a law um, that says uh, absentee ballots must have a witness to sign to make the ballot legitimate. So someone has to watch you sign something and then they have to sign saying that they watched you sign your ballot um so for all those people this is the time where you need to reconnect with your baby mama your daddy's baby and your uncles and your aunts and your grandmas we need we need to do a kirk franklin moment and we need to get some witness can i get a witness Hey, can I get a witness? Oh, we need to overwhelm the system. For black folks in particular, this is not nothing new. Our ancestors have been doing this forever and they have been beast. They were in beast mode every single time and we should not disappoint them and we should be in in that exact same mode we need to overwhelm the system and i'm not and i'm not just black people but white people as well a lot of this could not have happened without allies meaning white people who are not afraid to be on equal ground with any race are uh, people with different sexualities or whatever. They can hold their own regardless, so they're not afraid of anyone, anyone different. So those allies, um, those white people that just don't have that fear, um, need to overwhelm the system as well. It's not just black people. It's, It's also Latinos. Asians, everybody. Um, if you were told at a young age um, that you were a piece of shit 
and you were making it, you weren't going to make it anywhere in life. Um, you need to get that, that ballot or you need to go to that poll and you need to overwhelm the system. Um, if they, if anyone has ever told you that God does not love you, um, and you're not worthy of his love, then you need to get your ballot, fill it out, or you need to go to those polls and you need to overwhelm the system. Congress writes laws. And for those people that are marching and um, trying to make those changes for a more better, for a better and a more equal system, you need to then march your tail to the polls. And if you're going to do it for Breonna Taylor, if you're going to do it for George Floyd or if, uh, whoever you are thinking of, um, you need to understand that those laws that are protecting the bad cops, the bad apples, the ones who just do not follow regulations and rules. Um, if you believe the system is set up a certain way to where minorities, Latinos, and blacks constantly seem to be held down or placed in prisons at a much higher rate, Congress is the one making the laws. Kentucky, you have one of the oldest congressmen, senators in Congress. McConnell has been around since, dare I say, Lincoln? I mean, uh, look at him. I, I'm, I would not be surprised. I would, I kid you not. I'm going to look it up. He had to be around during like Lincoln's time. And let me tell you, he was not a Lincoln ally. Um, he has blatantly showed himself to be for that type of system that holds down and keeps certain people without power. He has blatantly taken uh, and tied down Obama's hand purposely, not 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 because oh he thought it was a bad idea, just purposely. He 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 outright admitted said he was not gonna do anything for Obama. He didn't say I'm not gonna hear it out and then if if it doesn't make sense to me, then I'm not going to support it. He just blatantly said, I'm not going to do anything. He took away his judge. So for those Kentuckians that are angry at the AG there and everybody else in that system, there's, there's the snake's head. McConnell is the snake's head. And the best way to kill a snake is to do what? chop off his head that means you need to take McConnell out and who is um McConnell let's see I'm trying to see who is he going against in um 
McGarth, I think, is um is is who he's going against. So there you go. There you go. You marched in the streets. You you spoke what you had to speak. Now march to the polls and get him out. Because once you cut that snake's head off, the rest of the body is going to fade away. That means other Republicans are going to start to sweat. And they're going to start to worry. And then things are going to start to change. You're going to hear the tone and what they say is going to say, oh, oh, no, 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 wait a minute. Well, we heard you guys. No, black lives do matter. You take McConnell out, black lives will start to matter. It will. But you know what you need to tell those people? You're too late. Time's up. And and systematically take each of these senators out. Now, will this guarantee um, changes will come? We have a better chance of it. Um, But if we really want change to happen, then we need to get these young men and women young if any of you guys ever listen to my podcast you know that I don't like old people in politics so young men and women to get out there and hold offices in your community uh, and in your state encourage these young people to do so this is not an old person's game COVID is killing old people <laughs> so it's going to have to be a young person's game um so do that. Get this man sweating. And for the rest of his life, with COVID around, it might not be that long for him. He will hear those names of Beyond Taylor and George Floyd. And he will he will never forget. Even on his deathbed. Even on his deathbed. If you if if Kentuckians get together and take this man out and Kentucky is has been like a broke state for I don't know how long it's gotten a little better but not that much better y'all still broke and it's like y'all been broke forever since this man has been in office so that alone should piss you off like that alone should be like hmm maybe he isn't working for us after all but maybe I don't know let's see how smart Kentuckians are just there you go vote for McGrath I think she's a female um, pilot so she's smart great vision two things McConnell doesn't have I mean we're already you're already up and you're already up up the level you're up you're you're leveling up as Sierra would say um For those that, um, those people that are, can't breathe and been in that situation, stop believing that your vote won't change, overwhelm the system. Your vote will make a difference. Overwhelm the system. Um, they tell you because you cross the border um, and because you speak 
a second language. Um, you have no right here. Those people need to get your ballots, fill them out, go to the polls, and overwhelm the system. They tell you uh, that they know what's best for your body. Um, and that you have no control of how your family should look like. Your family should look like this. Um, you you shouldn't stop yourself from having kids and managing your family because I believe if you get 12 kids, you should take care of 12 kids, but don't ask me to help you. <laughs> If if you don't like that, if you don't want people managing your family, then you need to get out, go to the ballots and polls, and overwhelm the system. Don't let these men, these old men. I got a thing on old people. I'm sorry. I'm all, I'm trying to I'm trying to um, get help for that, but just pray for me. Don't let these old men tell you. You can't. I'm not, first of all, old, young, it don't matter. You will never tell me I can't do something. If I'm not hurting nobody, then don't come to my face telling me I can't do something because your feelings will be hurt. So all those people, all those don't get discouraged by the barriers that they're trying to set up. I am telling you, if you are doing the right thing and you're voting with good intent, a way will happen. Whether it's through mail or whether it's getting up and getting your butt in there. Or even right now, if you have a job and you know you might not be able to make it in time to the polls, Right now, talk to your managers and boss. They should allow you to vote. And if you guys have to figure it out amongst each other, amongst your coworkers, now's the time to figure it out. Don't let nobody stop you. Young people, stop it. They keep telling you and saying, they, there has been so many, especially Republican senators and Congress people who have a come out and publicly stated how stupid young people are show them how stupid you are show them how stupid you are and get out there register and vote I mean even old people old people are getting like ravaged by the coronavirus it is like I was watching my local news. 55 nursing homes are have outbreaks. 55 nursing homes. These are like people who are just trying to live out their last years in peace and in comfort. And 55 nursing homes outbreak. These people are dying several years ahead of when probably they could have you know what I mean they could have lasted five six years but no they're 
they're hanging on to life at this moment right now. Your grandma and grandfather, you could have had another grandchild for them to see. But no, because of COVID and the outbreaks happening in the nursing homes, that snatched from you. That snatched from them. It's taken from them. It ain't you can't it ain't you can't get it back. COVID is not, um, you can't, you can only do so much when it comes to positive thinking. I'm not going to say that it doesn't help because it does, but I'm telling you this, this COVID is no joke. And I think if you are 70 and older and you're, and you got someone in a nursing home, you better do some really, really hard positive thinking because if if they were to catch it, you know, there's no guarantee that they survive it. Not, not, these nursing homes are not run by, um, or don't have access to the same type of medication equipment and such as the president does. So, we're on different, you guys are on different playing fields than the president. It's just like the Trump supporters that get punched in the face because they, they say something and then they get all upset. Like, why are you punching me in my face? Or, or you don't have secret service protecting your butt. Like the president does. The president can run his mouth because he has secret service. You, on the other hand, do not. So when you get punched in your face, you can't get mad. Like, don't run your mouth then. That's just, I don't know, cause and effect. Did we not learn that in elementary school? I don't, I, every, was I the only one attending that, <laughs> that class during, <laughs> no one knows cause and effect anymore? I mean, so old people, and then it's so funny because people are just like, oh well, oh well. Like, old people are dying. You would think people would be upset because, I don't know, my grandma didn't, my grandma passed away, but she didn't die from COVID. It was cancer. And so, and it was a while ago. But, like, now, even our government, Congress people, who are old themselves, are just like, oh, well. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Well, you're not getting your stimulus packet until we get voted in again. So, you know what to do, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> I'm waiting for, like, why don't he just, president, just come out and say that. Be like, look, you better vote for me. You ain't getting nothing until you do. Because you my bitches. And I'm going to slap the taste out your mouth. That would be refreshing to me anyways. I don't know. So get out and vote. Just get out and vote. Regardless of who. I don't even care who you vote for. But get out and vote. If you want change. Then you might want to change. The people who are running for office. If they've been there for the past four years. And you want change. Don't vote for the same person. That, That means you're insane. If you do. 
um, vote someone new in, take a chance, roll the dice. I mean, that's what the presidents tell you to do anyways with COVID. So do it with your Congress people. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. FDR said a um, wonderful quote, and that was, sorry, I'm pushing this thing. That was the right to vote must be open to our citizens, irrespective of race, color, or creed, without tax or artificial restriction of any kind. The sooner we get to that basis of political equality, the better it'll be for the country as a whole. That was that was a good quote. I like that quote because it's, it's very true. And if you are a Republican or a Democrat, doesn't matter. If you're a good person and you are speaking truth and you are leading and thinking of others in every choice you make only wanting the best for the American people then you would not be worried about how many people and who what when where people voted you would be extremely confident in the work that you did and and will continue to do. If you really love this country, you would do work in or out of office to help improve American lives. And I know a lot of Americans who do those great things who are not in office, who change lives for their community every day and don't get recognized. And they do it because they love to and they're just amazing people and they don't and and that's all they need I don't know it's just that's just who they are it's just they seek nothing and I think if you are running for office then you shouldn't be concerned too much about about ballot boxes and Oh, we can only have one or, you know, that shouldn't even be your concern. You should be like, everyone needs to get out and vote because I'm not concerned because I know I did a good job. But a lot of these Republicans seem to be sweating a little bit. And I don't understand why being that is such a great party. They apparently know they have made an error in the direction that they took. I know they made an error in the directions that they have taken and they they're starting to realize it too uh, and America is starting to realize it too and their survival depends on this election and I think that's what we're seeing we're seeing the Republican Party like it caught COVID the Republican Party caught Trump though instead and now they are gasping to survive because they're not sure they're going to make it 
and their treatment, their antidote is what will come from this election. And they know it. And so this is what you're seeing. It's a little bit of um, people are actually scared of Trump. I don't know why. I mean, all you have to do is walk really fast to get away from I mean, have you seen him? People say he was out of breath because of COVID, but I really do believe he was out of breath because he walked up all those damn steps. So, I mean, I don't know. But I also think because they know. They know their party is on the, is on the line and, and they're in deep doo-doo. So... One last thing, though, before I go, um, Megan the Stallion came out and said something. This is about the Kentucky AG. Um, says something like he's a seller or something like that. I am not agreeing or disagreeing with what she said. I am disagreeing with how she said it in a public setting. And the only reason why I say that in such a um, huge public setting, and the only reason why I said that is because those, um, those, those powers and those people that keep the black people, try to keep the black people down, and that put those systems in place to keep the black people, they feed off of that. They feed off of black people attacking each other. And what's going to happen is Fox News is going to take that and they'll replay it over and over and over again and be like, you see? You see what black people do? They attack each other. So why are they saying black lives matter when all they do is attack each other? And, 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 that, and then that becomes a problem for for black people it becomes um a little bit more difficult for for um for change to happen because we need a lot of people to be on our side even people that may not be a hundred percent there um and so feeding into that uh, into that narrative, into that thing, it it's um, it's, it's not. I don't know. It's just I don't like it. I don't care too much for it. But you know what? She, we're in America. She had the right to say what she wanted to say. And I will say that if the AG of Kentucky did his job and did his job well then he should have no problem releasing any information that Brianna's mother wants released. Because if you do your job and you did it right with no errors, then you should have no problem giving whatever her mother asks of you. And if you say, well, oh, I'm a black man and I understand, then, then you, shouldn't, you should never hesitate. I don't care what the judges say. I don't care what your congressman says. You should be like, I know the work that I did and I know it's right. And if this helps her 
for closure purpose, if this helps my people, then I'm going to do it. So, I mean, just something to think about. If you, I mean, if you did what you said, you did was right and good, then just, just release it and stop half-stepping and sidestepping. That's all. So anyways, that's all I need to say. Uh, the market is down. We'll see how it does tomorrow because that's all Trump has now. He caught COVID. Why is everyone in? I'm, I'm kind of rambling. I'm sorry because I'm supposed to have in this. I was supposed to end this a while ago. But why has people forgotten that Trump has a son still living with him? They have, he has a teenage son. And when he took his mask off and walked into the sun, into the, into the White House, he could have possibly exposed his son. Even though his son may not have been directly in there, he could have got, Trump could have possibly gotten someone else um, sick who then probably went around his son. Like one of the housekeepers, one of the, the butlers. I mean, I like that blows my mind. If my husband was to be in the hospital with COVID, he's not coming home. He's not coming home until the doctors give me a full plan. And if he was to, if he was to come in my house, yes, I said it, my house, without a mask on, knowing he has COVID, y'all, he he had been sitting on the on the curb. Yeah, my neighbors have been like, why are you sitting on the curb? I have COVID and I took my mask off. And now she won't let me back inside because of the kids. Yes, you're not going to get my kids sick. And and if you're your dad, if you're a father and you love your kids, I guarantee you wouldn't expose your kids or even give the opportunity to knowingly expose them. You would eliminate that factor. So the fact that no one is even saying he is willing to get his own child sick is mind-blowing. Something to think about. Anyways, this is Janet Romano, and she said that. Hey, everybody. This is Janet Romano, and she said that. I'm going to try to make this one short and sweet because the last one went on forever and I felt like people just did not want to listen to that. But everything I said in the last one, Overwhelm the System, has come to fruition. Everything about the president, you have to go back and listen to it because I did that podcast prior, the day before, because I always... Um, schedule my podcast to um, be released at 6 a.m. the next day because I do mine's really late at night when all my kids are asleep. So I did it way before the president did his his video and his rallies that he's doing now and I mentioned things about his family that has now just been discussed in the media so you got to go back you can kind of fast forward through things but there are points in there that have come 
to fruition because and that the case the reason for that is I know Trump not because I like I know him personally but I know his personality because we're pretty we're very similar in a way and um The only difference for me is I have a conscience which stops me at a certain point. But he can go, he can go at it forever. Um, he can cross lines without um, thinking if it hurts someone or how it affects someone. I kind of have that part of me where at some at some points where I think, okay, if I say this or do this, it's going to affect someone negatively, and I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that force in their life. I don't want to be that reason that they feel a certain way. So that's the difference between us. But we're pretty much very similar, and so in the sense that we say whatever we want to say and can care less about what everyone thinks about it. Um, he has been very, not vocal, but, um, very, I don't even say vocal because it's not, it's not what I'm saying. Very action in his action. He has been very loud about how he feels about the Midwest and the farmers and people. I mean, he speaks like he understands the farmers and he's, he knows them, but he can't stand farmers. Like he literally, he has never, my state that I live in is Trump country, 100%. He has never stepped foot into the state. He can't stand this state. Okay. This state was in a flood that caused a lot of farmers to lose crops and put them in a bad situation. He never stepped foot in this state for these farmers. He literally can care less because his whole life previously, if you've known Trump previously, because I used to live on the West Coast, so I knew about Trump way before he was president. And before then, he would talk so much crap about farmers in the Midwest and how uncultured they were. And that's never changed. He just figured out a way to con them. And the only reason why he goes into certain states is because it benefits him. And he blatantly says it to them, to their face, which is hilarious. Because they stand there. If you watch any of his rallies and when he says things like, you guys wouldn't get it. Or, um, you know, I like the uneducated, so I love you guys. Like, he'll say things like that. And they will stand there with, like, a blank look on their face. Like, is he joking? Like, is he, should we laugh now? Because it's a joke. He obviously has, it's, it's hilarious to watch. You guys have to roll back the rallies and um, pick out those moments. But he has never liked the Midwest. So um, it's just funny to see to see him, to see the Midwest rallies. Because if he really did 
care, like all his staff, all the people that he listens to are all from California or New York. There's no like Midwest um, doctor or physician, um, media specialist, none, none of them. All of them are, they may have started in the Midwest like when they were three and then left. <laughs> and never look back and they're all from like New York and and California so it's it's adorable that people from the Midwest think that um he cares but it's just adorable so the president has been talking about how he's immune which then motivates other people to feel like if they catch it they're immune and nurses and doctors have been coming out saying they feel like the community and the people don't have their back. There's people out there that do have your back to all the physicians and scientists and nurses that work around the clock to help us get through this uh, crisis, this um, coronavirus. There are people that have your back. But the people that are stupid somehow manage to be the loudest because it's great TV. It's entertainment. And that's what this four four years has been about. It's entertainment. So to all those physicians and nurses that feel like, feel overwhelmed because people aren't following the rules and they constantly have to go into work. They constantly have to take on extra shifts to cover and ensure other people's care and it takes away from their family's care, their own family and caring for their own family. Know that there are people out there that do see you, hear you, that do take those precautions and safety measures um, just for whatever reason. They're just not being heard or it's not being loud enough or whatever the case may be. So um, don't get discouraged. You're doing good work. Keep up the good work. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't want to go on too long because I did in the last one. The Supreme Court justice thing, I think everyone with Amy Barrett, whoever she is, She's like a shot. Someone should create the Amy Barrett shot. And I don't know what... I feel like Yukon Jack should be a part of it because it's some strong shit. You know what I'm saying? Right now, we're going through some strong shit. So we need some... So Yukon Jack should be an element in the shot um, because she's going to get elected onto the Supreme Court. And as much as she likes to say... That she would set precedent, or she wouldn't, you know, she can't state her view on certain things because circumstances and she needs to review and blah, blah, blah. She is a traditional woman. And traditional women typically follow the man in all circumstances. So if you think about how the court system is set up, there's, I think there's two or three conservative men. So she'll most likely follow along with whatever they say, because in the Bible, for these traditional women, um, 
they are to be an aid and assistant to the man. They are not to be, um, even if they have their own opinion, they are to follow the man because the man is the head and the woman is the body. So I'm just saying that is what is going to happen when she becomes a Supreme Court justice because she is. So everyone just take that shot. Take it. Buy the lemon. Lick some salt. Whatever you need to do to make it go down easier. It's going to happen. What it should do. What that reality should then do. For those people who are outside of that traditional um white Christian lifestyle motivates you to run for office or vote, which is goes back to my prior podcast, overwhelm the system. No matter what obstacle they put in front of you, overwhelm the system. There have been people before you who have been beaten who have walked miles, who have gone through intimidation and, and shame and so forth to vote. And so to honor them is to walk those same footsteps. If they have only one ballot box, damn it, make sure your, your vote gets into that one damn ballot box if that's what you need to do. Because I'm telling you, gay people... The LGBTQ, I'm sorry if I don't get it correct, is very hard for me to say because, and I've said that before, but your community should be of huge concern. The fact that I'm concerned should tell you you should be concerned. So, um, because this could change your family dynamic. This can change everything for you. Um, So vote and if you feel the need to run for office don't be scared do so Roe v. Wade I feel that if one of those men I think it was Robert who was the one that was part of the keeping it in place I feel that if he falters if he um, has the change of mind she will follow she will she will follow regardless even if he doesn't falter, she will follow the other conservative males because that is the role of a traditional woman. And um, a part of me feels like Roe v. Wade wouldn't be overturned because it affects all men in all uh, earning brackets, even million billionaires and millionaires. You might not hear stories about it, but I know for a fact that there are side chicks out there who have millionaires and who have billionaires that they entertain. And sometimes there's slip ups. And you know what? It's not hard for those men to throw in a couple, you know, hundreds of dollars to pop a pill or go to a doctor visit to get rid of their problem. 
I think there was like one instance where it was like an actual Congress person was involved in forcing a woman to get an abortion. So wealthy men have a bigger risk and a bigger stake in this law than women do because 18 years that's all I'm gonna say 18 years of your money Ooh, and if you got like three or four side chicks and they set you up oh, oh my bitches it's money that's all I'm saying get your money girl I ain't even gonna be mad because <laughs> I don't judge so do what you gotta do and they overturn that honey hmm I'm going to be ratchet right now. Hmm. I, I bet you they'd be careful. I bet you those men will be careful from here on out. Hmm. So, I don't know. But I just, like I said, people take that shot because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I'm just concerned for the the gay community on that issue. Um, coronavirus, I feel like... Everything is going up. Everything everything is going to spike um, with the flu. I don't know if it could affect COVID. Um, and you could possibly get both. I don't see why, what would cause one to eliminate the other. Like if you got COVID, then you couldn't catch the flu. Like, I don't know if that is a thing. I... Th- I I think it's possible that if you get one, like if you get the flu, then it can make you susceptible to get the COVID. Or it can make one more aggressive or more um, dangerous. Like like if you get the flu, but then you get COVID, then your symptoms of COVID is, is worse than if you just had COVID or it could be flipped where there's, if you have COVID, but then you get the flu, well, then your flu symptoms are 10 times worse than if you didn't have one or the other. So I feel that's what is going to happen in America. And I feel like old people are going to get screwed so bad. And you know what? A part of me is like, oh, I feel bad for old people. But then in the part of me, is like when I go outside my house and I hear people like say they're immune and they're not worried about COVID. It's like, if you die, you die. I don't, I mean, like I can't, how do I have empathy and care for you when you don't even care for yourself? So like, if your grandma dies, don't call me. Like, what are you crying to me for? You knew she, you knew what was going to happen. You didn't have no problem with it. So why you, I know I'm not begging you no damn lasagna. I ain't sending you no no empathy card. <laughs> like, why would I do that? They done told, everyone was told old people would get it and they could possibly die and you set your grandparents up and they were like, I don't care. I don't care if I die. Then, no, I'm not, no. No, you're not getting flowers. No, mm-mm, you're not getting flowers. You're not getting no meals. Don't ask me to watch your kids. No, I'm busy. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Mm-mm, I'm busy. So, 
So I'm just, you can't, you know what? You can't cure COVID and you can't cure stupid. So I feel like insurance companies, if people are going around without masks, especially into buildings, knowing that ventilation, studies of ventilation and stuff are um, important and have shown effects that if you have great ventilation, it helps with um, not contracting the virus. And people, especially go inside buildings without wearing a mask and social distancing, their insurance should go up because they're taking on a risky behavior. And I believe that. So all insurance companies, if there's any insurance moguls that listen to this at all, um, or if you are trying to make money, start an insurance company. Say it's great and do like great benefits and policies. And it's like, yeah, you know, I, don't, I have a low deduction and blah, blah, blah. Premiums are low. But then be like, bam, if you wear a mask or if you don't wear a mask in inside situations and social distance, then your premium doubles because you're taking on a risk, an unreasonable risk, and therefore you your price has to go up because we just can't cover that. Anyways, just a thought. This is your girl, Challenge Romano, and she said that. <laughs>